Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We begin with, what in the world is Bill O'Brien doing? I mean, this might as well be a reoccurring theme that gets replayed over and over again, at least over the last year, because Bill O'Brien, since he has become the general manager and head coach of the Houston Texans, To say he has made head-scratching moves is putting it nicely. It's putting it kindly. Let's call it like it is. Bill O'Brien has looked completely overwhelmed and overmatched and kind of like that aggressive guy at the poker table who's like going all in with like jack six. And you're sitting there looking at him saying, man, your hand ain't that good. What in the world are you thinking? Well, that's what he did going back to the Laramie Tunsil trade where, listen, he got himself a top-notch offensive lineman, make no mistake, but he moved heaven and earth in order to get that guy. The sort of price tag that is normally reserved for a quarterback and what you would give up to go get a quarterback, he's giving that up for a very good lineman, but not a guy who's a shoe in a lock to be, you know, a first ballot Hall of Famer. Then you look at the trade he made about a month ago involving DeAndre Hopkins, and my goodness, that trade was so puzzling, so bizarre, taking David Johnson, giving up a guy who, for my money, is right there with Julio Jones as far as being the best wide receiver in the game. I mean, he can do it all, DeAndre Hopkins, at that position. And now he is a former member of the Texans and Deshaun Watson who had a chemistry and a rapport with DeAndre Hopkins from his days as a Tiger and now as a Houston Texan won't have that. So as bad as it was, and listen, we killed Bill O'Brien for this at the time. We got on Bill O'Brien for this the first day of NFL free agency. It was kind of of the understanding, I figured, I thought, that Houston would take the second-round pick, 
realize that this is a loaded, loaded draft when it comes to wide receivers. And they'd get themselves the replacement. Now, whether or not that replacement would be up to standard, up to par, or dare I say would be DeAndre Hopkins, probably not. But then I see the Texans make a move for Brandon Cooks, where the L.A. Rams, who, as we know, are so strapped when it comes to the salary cap. From a lot of the contracts they've given out, they say goodbye to Todd Gurley, they say goodbye to Clay Matthews. I mean, they have been a team just dying, and I mean dying to get under that cap and dying to make moves to give them some sense of financial flexibility. They don't have it. But they were able to get some by the Houston Texans taking on the contract of Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks is a solid wide receiver. Brandon Cooks has had very, very good years in this league. But why, where you're at, would you not just go and draft the wide receiver and take him in the second round and have a guy making far less money, a guy who doesn't have the concerns when it comes to injuries, concussions destroying his 2019 season, destroying it. And yet you're giving up a second round pick. So hold on a second. Let's get this straight. You basically, let me make sure I got it exactly the way it should be worded. I don't want to get any of these intricate details screwed up in the least. So let's make sure we get it right. You cancel out the picks. The Texans traded DeAndre Hopkins and a fourth-round pick for Brandon Cooks and David Johnson. Now, I ask anybody who is out there listening to this show a simple question if you're a fan of the National Football League. If somebody offered you that trade, let's take GM caps out of it. Let's just pretend that, you know, we're having some fun. We're talking fantasy football. And let's say that fourth-round pick is the equivalent of, I don't know, an eighth, a ninth, a tenth-round pick in your next year's draft. Would anybody trade Brandon Cooks and David Johnson for DeAndre Hopkins and that? No shot. No chance. If I'm Deshaun Watson, I'm not celebrating over the fact that I got a replacement for DeAndre Hopkins and that I get a guy who's put up some good numbers in the in the league. No, I'm not I'm not celebrating that in the least. I am very puzzled and baffled over what my head coach is doing as a guy who, let's be honest, should not have the power that he has as far as being the GM and the head coach. There are plenty of examples of guys who are far more successful than Bill O'Brien who couldn't find a way to pull it off. It's not easy. It's not for everyone. Not every coach in the league is going to have the Bill Belichick and the Bill Parcells or that Jimmy Johnson gene to them where they can identify talent, where they can make the proper moves, where they can manage the salary cap. I mean, there's a whole lot that goes into it. Bill O'Brien right now is showing you that he seems totally overmatched. And I know on the surface, some will look at Houston and they'll say, hey, They got themselves a decent group. 
around Deshaun Watson. They have Cooks. They have Fuller. Both of those guys never play. They have David Johnson. Oh, by the way, what's the common denominator with Johnson, Cooks, and Fuller? They don't play much football. And you gave up your best talent in Hopkins. So I saw it earlier in the day, and I was like, wow. Texans having some offseason, let me tell you. They are really knocking it out of the park. And this year is shaping up to be, if there is NFL football, and I hope and pray that there will be, but it is certainly shaping up to be a year in which Bill O'Brien is putting himself on the chopping block. Because if the Houston Texans go and have a 7-9, 8-8-year, which they are more than capable of doing, as the Tennessee Titans are legit, as the Indianapolis Colts are legit, even though I have my questions and my concerns about Phillip Rivers and what he is at this stage in the game. But you go and flounder and you don't have draft picks and you trade away a top-notch talent and you got all the power. Listen, you got all the accountability. You know, some coaches are dying to have that sort of accountability, but some of them are just not positioned for it. To me, Bill O'Brien is showing you he's not positioned for it. So that is a very, very odd trade for the Texans as their very perplexing offseason continues. Now, I know our football brethren has been looking for me to kind of dive into a football-specific old-school kind of topic. And it's going to start that way. And I have a feeling it could evolve and we could maybe dive into a bunch of other guys who might fit this description. But we're going to start first in the NFL. Because I'm having Wade Phillips on the show. And I'm fired up that Wade's coming on. I think you guys are really going to enjoy the spot. But remember, Wade Phillips was one of the architects of one of the best defenses that I have ever seen in my lifetime go and dominate from start to finish, including a run, all the way to the Super Bowl, where they take down Tom Brady in an AFC title game, and then they shut down and embarrass, let's call it what it is, they embarrassed Cam Newton and the 15-1 Carolina Panthers who thought they bullied everybody the entire year. They were going to go bully Denver. They were going to beat up Peyton Manning, that their offense with this new-age quarterback was going to go and win the game, and Cam Newton and company didn't know what hit them. So in honor of Coach Phillips, in honor of thinking about that other side of the ball that in many instances, in many cases, does not get the respect it deserves. What we are going to do is go through who would fit the bill, starting with the defensive side of the ball, then we'll get to the offensive side of the ball, the best individual unit. Now, I'm not just talking about the best team now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Like, I'm not saying all the 72 Dolphins, or I'm not saying all one of Montana's Niners teams. No, 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 no. Or the 3 Patriots. I want you now to go through the best defenses you've seen in your years of watching football. And listen, as you guys know, and I've brought this up a lot, I feel, over these last couple of days. I was born in 1988. So I did not live through The 85 Bears. But if you know anything about the history of the NFL, and if you know anything about top defenses, I think for many, that 85 Bears defense is going to take the kick. I expect that to be 
the most popular answer that we get over the next couple hours. It's a fair one. But the Bears were not alone in being an all-time defense because the 2000 Baltimore Ravens, and for anybody who is a New York Giant fan, for anybody who's a New York Jet fan even, because they played the Jets week 17 of that year. And it's funny how both New York teams had very, very different results going up against that Raven defense. I mean, the Jets basically put up 450, 500 yards total offense and found a way to yuck up the game. Explain that if you can. Good luck. And the Giants got completely dominated and overwhelmed by a team that knew it was his time, a team that knew they were not going to be denied, and a defense that I can remember running through a postseason, flexing every which way and carrying a subpar offense and a subpar quarterback all the way to a championship. Think about that 2000s Ravens team. Of course, you had Ray Lewis at the peak of his greatness. All over the field. Sniffing things out. Making plays left and right. Yet Peter Bowler right alongside him. You had two immovable objects, basically. In Sam Adams and in Tony Siragusa. Gulak trying to run on Sam Adams and Tony Siragusa. And no, I'm not talking about Sam Adams the beer I'm not talking about Sam Adams, the Patriot. I am talking about Sam Adams, the defensive tackle, who was an absolute load and a top-notch player. Secondary, throwing on them was no picnic. Dwayne Starks, Chris McAllister, Hall of Fame safety Rod Woodson was back there. The Ravens' defense had the perfect blend of physicality, a pass rush, a secondary And crazy good linebacker play. Kerry Collins and the New York Giants had absolutely no chance in that Super Bowl. Now, I know some will say the defensive holding on Keith Hamilton, which, oh, by the way, was a Fugazi call. It was a terrible call. We all know that. But that Giant team didn't have a prayer moving the football. The only touchdown they scored in the game was the Ron Dixon return to the house. That was it. That Ravens defense in my lifetime has got to be the best defense I've ever seen. Now, the two honorable mentions I would give you were basically two years apart. One involved the Denver Broncos losing a Super Bowl. The other involved the Denver Broncos winning the Super Bowl. Seattle in 2013 at Legion of Boom was a stupendous defense. And that was really the peak of their greatness on that side of the ball. Where you had Chancellor, Thomas, and of course Richard Sherman, all part of that secondary. Then you had a guy like Bobby Wagner anchoring, taking care of the middle of the field. The speed that you saw from Seattle, it can be apparent in a Super Bowl game when the defense just appears that much faster, that the offense, no matter what they try to do, can't find an answer. That was Denver in probably the worst Super Bowl we've seen this decade, hands down. A game that was basically over the minute the ball went 20 yards over the head of Peyton Manning. They'd taken a safety early in the game, and it ended up being just a whooping 
total whooping of a team that was ready to play a certain style and a team that was not in any way ready to play and ready to counter what Seattle was looking at, though. That Seattle defense was special. Absolutely was special. And the last defense that I would mention from an all-time perspective, for me, the 2015 Denver Broncos. Because remember with Denver that year, Peyton Manning, we all love him. He's one of the best to ever do it. He was a shell of the player he once was. He threw like eight more interceptions and touchdowns. He missed time at the end of the year. They had to go to Brock Osweiler for like five or six games. In fact, you could pull up tape of shows I was doing back in 15 or early 16 where a lot of the topic of conversation was will it be Osweiler or Manning quarterback for Denver? Peyton got a chance to play in the second half week 17. Was great. Well, good enough. Better than Osweiler. Started. And you could tell in the postseason, look, it's going to be a struggle. You're not getting Peyton Manning scoring 30-plus points. This is not going to be a guy who's going to be able to carry a team. But Denver's defense had it covered because they had a special pass rush. Von Miller, who was Super Bowl MVP. DeMarcus Ware on the other side winning a championship. Then you take a guy like Derek Wolf who could get you that interior pressure. They were fast at linebacker. And their secondary, from Tlaib to Harris, could play. That's why Denver ended up winning a Super Bowl that year. That team was carried by its defense. And Peyton Manning deserved it, to be honest with you. Because for all those years, Peyton Manning was the guy carrying at times, you know, inferior teams to the postseason. Maybe carrying a team to a Super Bowl. For his final act in his final year in the NFL, he got the return. He got the opportunity to see it go the other way. But when you shut down Roethlisberger and Brady and Newton and look at the point totals, look at the sack numbers, look at the yardage, that Denver defense fits the bill as an all-time as well. So you're talking all-time defenses. Baltimore, for me, the best I ever saw. For many of you, I expect it to be the 85 Bears. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for up to 45% off and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.